All right, I'm going to go in the intro now. All right, hit it. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 1 of Hip Squared, American Fantastic's pop culture podcast, celebrating everything from the mainstream to the independent, weird, old, and local. Troy, how's it going? It's going pretty great. Your basement has gotten very weird lately. Troy, I have something to tell you. What's that? We're not in my basement anymore. Oh my god! We are actually at Open Art Gallery in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, cool. We're in the middle of the American Fantastic 10th Anniversary Celebration. Woo! Does that explain why there's two horse? Yeah. <laughs> we have a live audience. Does that explain why there's two horses standing on each other behind me? Yeah. It's also um, what we have to tell people so that we can explain why there's all these voices in my basement. I thought that those were just the voices in your head again. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, we really are here at Open, of course. That was just a, um, I don't know what you call it, like a, a mind theater thing. Uh, but uh, since we are here to celebrate pop culture, yes, uh, we just and, and the local, putting the local into pop culture is our guest, John Smothers. Hello. How you guys doing? Woo. Yes. All you people at home and at Open Art Gallery. <laughs> Keep clapping, guys. I have low self-esteem. Thank you for joining us, John. Yeah. John's thank voice. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I like man. John's awesome. voice. He's kind of like that guy that comes on to those commercials and warns you not to smoke. That's what your voice sounds like. <laughs> See, I thought you were just like trying to talk about yourself in the third person. So oh, yeah, it makes a lot more sense that's gonna since be very, why you were so excited that John was talking tonight. That's going to be very confusing, but I think our voices are so far apart enough. I don't know what you're talking about. John, why don't you go ahead and explain why this is going to be confusing. Well, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I got that, John. Thanks for explaining that, John. Yeah. <laughs> but John's just uh, performed some stand-up. John, why don't you tell our listeners and the audience? Well, the audience already knows who the hell you are. Yeah. Tell our <laughs> listeners who you are. Uh, well, my name's. That's always man. That's weird. That's like on the spot. I mean, I, I, like I didn't even know I was doing this until earlier today, and then. And <laughs> That's more warning than a yeah, lot of is, our guests have really gotten. Weird. So um, okay, my name's John Smothers. <laughs> I'm a local comic. I like to pretend like I'm regional, but I'm really just local. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. I like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just like to make people laugh. Yeah. I like to be in front of people. I like, uh, I also do improv. You do improv? Yeah. That's really cool. I yeah. am, I'm the degree of comedy nerd where, because I listen to so many podcasts, I know a whole lot about, uh, Los Angeles's. Um, like comedy improv scene oh, and yeah? I know a little bit about um, like the stand-up scene like the underground scene with, uh, we were just talking Dan Alton was going to be a guest but um, he was not feeling well he's protecting all of you listeners oh yeah yeah we, but anyway we that, but. exactly <laughs> um, we'll get into the whole like crazy lineup that we uh, got into later but as far as the Louisville improv like is scene, like what's the Louisville improv scene like? Like where do people go to see shows there? Mostly like the Bardstown, um, which is an awesome place if you've never been. It's really cool. That's uh, probably the friendliest venue for improv in the city. Uh, I think tomorrow night the Hystericals, which is uh, Louis- which I believe it was when they first started. I'm not sure if it still is. Was Kentucky's only all female improv group. Uh, Rachel Allen runs that, uh, and they're really funny. They're a really good group. Is that like uh, a regular thing in the Bardstown? Like the f- almost first... every weekend, there's an improv. Okay. There's some kind of improv group. It may not always be the same group. At the Bardstown. Between, yeah. Okay. 
So if, uh, for all you local Louisville listeners, um, if you haven't heard about it, the Bardstown is a really good performance space. Um, like John mentioned, it's on Bardstown Road. Oh, that's a really silly pun. I just got that. Not really. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's like a Shakespeare-themed restaurant, and it has a, like a really good uh, performance space. Uh, Maple's dad uh, performs there once a month. Yeah, his name is Jim Needler, and he's had a show called The Jim Needler Conspiracy for several years. Um, oh, cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> the, uh, unfortunately, he was going to do one this Sunday, and unfortunately, for uh, unknown reasons, he decided to okay. cancel uh, it. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. He'll be back next month, I think. Yeah, and I've, I've performed there um, for readings. There's a really good reading series called River City Review. But I guess basically what we're all saying is if you want to see good improv in Louisville, go to the Bardstown. If you are interested in finding a good performance space, um, I've never dealt with him personally, but it sounds like your dad has a good relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Go check out the Bardstown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know there's been a bunch of different groups that have um, done shows, done shows there, uh, different live performances. So, and they've done a lot of roasts there, which is still comedy, but but uh, the oh, roast the character of, assassination roast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Mandy McKelvey runs those. Those are really the, no, it's it's really cool. They'll get they get comedians, they get legitimate. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a legitimate comedian, but they get like sure. <laughs> they get <laughs> no. Go ahead. It's they fun. get comedians that are like in in town, like from Chicago or from you know, and really all over. And they'll dress up at like they'll be like, all right, we're gonna roast Disney Plus. I think they just did that one. So then they had comedians dress up as like y- Baby Yoda and uh, like Bart Simpson, like different characters you would see on Disney Plus, and then they all roast Disney Plus. It's it's really funny. It's really fun. Wait, show. are the Simpsons on Disney Plus? Yes. Yep. The Simpsons. I had no and idea. It's everything that Fox owns and Marvel. Oh, that's right. And apparently National Geographic. At this point, yep. it's pretty much just everything yeah. that doesn't that Netflix doesn't own. I know. And also Hulu. Exactly. It's really Disney Plus is really cool for figuring out how much the shows you loved when you were a kid actually suck. <laughs> I recommend going back and watching some some of those Disney Channel yeah, originals. Yeah. I've been watching the X Men, which is like really good in a lot of ways and really bad in a lot of ways. The '90s one. Do you mm-hmm. you're old enough to remember that oh, one? Yeah. Like the one where like Rogue is like really yeah. hot, and then like she every, talks with a Southern accent. There's the most <laughs> disgusting six packs in that cartoon. I don't know what it was. It's not just dis- I look like that. Well, like <laughs> in the fiction of the X Men cartoon series. Like, Cyclops is wearing a shirt, and then he has, like, six weird, like, bumps coming out of it. And it's, like, everybody has, like, I don't know. They're legally required to have a six-pack. It's just... Even if it's drawn on the shirt. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. I was watching Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, well, speaking of abs and stuff, mm-hmm. we you did mention the topic of... nine. I asked um, John what he wanted to talk about for being on the podcast, and he, he brought up the idea of 90s wrestling. Yeah, I watch a lot of, uh, to an annoying level, I watch a lot of 90s uh, professional wrestling. Uh, like, you still watch it? Like, like clips there's, on- Yeah, there's a, there's, a, uh, there's, a wrestle, there's a channel called Wrestling Bios where this guy just, like, breaks down all kinds of stuff. And I don't know. I just, uh, I'll binge watch that. I'll smoke. I, I uh, smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And uh, binge watch the hell out of those videos. <laughs> uh, What's the channel that this is on? The- wrestling Bios. Wrestling okay. Bios. Okay, so... Give me your give me your weirdest wrestler from the '90s that you've seen on this on wrestling bio so far. Oh, that, oh see, that's the crazy. They'll do like some main eventers, but they also go in and they'll do wrestlers that you might not have heard of, like. Uh, well, I haven't ba- heard of like almost any of them. Oh, so okay, this be great. Well, here we go. <laughs> um, they did a they did a video on Brutus the Barber Beefcake. They did a video on um, uh, Glacier. 
Anybody? All right, WCW for a while like was trying to cash in on Mortal Kombat, and they had this character that was <laughs> okay. just like Sub Zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't okay. This. His name is Glacier, and it was I don't know. It was kind of weird, and they just did a bio on like everything that guy did. Yeah. So, I think <laughs> like for people that are younger than Troy, probably maybe even Troy, mm-hmm. like. So now it's just everything is WWE, like John Cena and like um, Vince McMahon and all that. But back when we were younger, it was like Marvel and DC um, were like uh, WCW and WWF. Yes. And for a while, WCW was actually the more popular one. Mm-hmm. The but NWO. then you would, yeah, an interview. Yeah. And then you had like weird cross pollination between the two. Like Hulk Hogan was for both, and that would have been like if Superman. Uh, started fighting like instead of leave, being in Metropolis, he went to New York and like was in the Avengers. That's what that was like. But anyway, like, like yeah, so like that's Bruce, a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, well, why I, that's why I host the pop culture podcast. Man. Yeah, and and then the uh, the World Wildlife Federation got pissed yeah. at the <laughs> WWF. Yeah, so I thought that was really funny. I don't know like if they were losing money because somebody else was using the acronym. I think they but... must have trademarked it first. I guess is the deal. Well, yeah, okay, are... so so with. As somebody who doesn't know much about it, okay. what happened? So why did... Why was did, it WWF and yeah. the, the well, okay. WWF um, and w, WCW? To my knowledge, the World Wildlife Fund is a much older organization. The, the World Wrestling Federation did not become the World Wrestling Federation until Vince McMahon bought it. When his father owned it, it was the World Wide Wrestling Federation, and that was in the 70s. When he bought it, he took the other W out mm. and just made it WWF. And uh, for years, they had some kind of deal going on with the World Wildlife Fund where it was okay if they used their name for certain things. And somewhere along the lines, I think when the internet came about, hmm. they started fighting over the uh, rights for the name. Okay. And Vince McMahon at the time was having a huge. You guys know Vince McMahon. Am I totally over your head? You get I it? Okay. I've heard of the name. Just to make, he owns the World Wrestling Entertainment. And he's also he okay. friends uh, with Donald Trump. So if you've ever seen like YouTube videos of Donald Trump getting like the Stone Cold Steiner, I don't know what they did to him. Okay. He um, was yeah. Donald Trump was in like WrestleMania 17 or something. Yeah. I was gonna I say, is he, is he the guy from the meme that just keeps getting more excited each time? Is that probably. Vince McMahon? Yeah, okay. Probably. Okay. It'd be like Welcome if, everyone to Monday Night Raw. You know? Okay. Yeah. He's also a horrible human being. He like uh, he okay. So Jesse the Body Ventura. I'm sorry. I'm like name step, a rich man that's not. I'm, I'm like stepping <laughs> in. This thing. is like it's John's like, okay. topic, so I'm not gonna try to take it too much from you. But um, Jesse the Body Ventura. So I don't know. It's this thing is like I keep thinking like how old are my references? But he used to be that's the governor really of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. But before then, he was he was known as Jesse the Body Ventura as a wrestler. And he tried to form a union in the uh, WWF because wrestlers, like, they don't get good health insurance. They didn't get get good retirement packages and all that. I think they still don't get treated Oh, yeah, it's it's bullshit. They're paid as an independent contractor, but you're not allowed to work for any other company. So so basically, Vince McMahon kept uh, Jesse the Body of Ventura from forming a union. And, like, since then, it's like... Uh, and all the stuff you hear about concussions in football, it's like that, but ten times worse for wrestling. So, now, was he trying to form this union... In it was the like in televised the show, or no. was this yeah, like was, outside no, no, no. He was in like, the entity? Because I know it's yeah, a big, far, big part. He of... was he was in the dressing room and stuff, like trying to talk to guys and being like, "Hey, man, we can band together. We, you know, we have enough star power here that if we backed out, the company would fall mm-hmm. if we banded together." And uh, I'm not exactly sure about the like uh, the lineage of how it all came about, but eventually, okay. uh, basically, Vince McMahon like booted his ass out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so this was a like this was a real and the reason I ask is because I know a big part of like I think it was not yeah nineties era wrestling was 
so much of the like drama was just made up was made up for television. It's like this guy getting pissed at this guy's that's wife. Whole... For things. Well, that's yeah, that's what wrestling is, man. Like, <laughs> um, fair, but, but that's like, what I was trying to. Well, we should talk about some goofy ass '90s wrestlers. So like, let's. Because I remember the Brutus the Barber Beefcake, but for anybody under the age of probably like 30, do you remember <laughs> What's his MO? Yeah. Uh, he was a barber, and uh, he hung out with Hulk Hogan a lot. Um, he had like a weird, they do these weird things on wrestling sometimes where a wrestler will come out and have like a talk show kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And he had a talk show, and, and I don't know if anyone in here will get it, know any of these references, but the most famous thing that happened with him was on his talk show, Shawn Michaels super kicked Marty Jannetty in the face and split up. <laughs> yeah, do you know? Rockers, okay, yeah, he yeah. split up the Rockers. Thank you, yes. <laughs> Which was huge in that time period. That mm. didn't happen back then. The Rockers just didn't break up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were tag team champions, right? <laughs> Some, at one point, probably. I think they start off in the AWA. See, the thing that makes wrestling from like the 80s and the 90s so much more, because like, I think that started in uh, probably with Stone Cold Steve Austin, but for one thing, like people having like a first name and a last name, like The Rock is at least a rock, you know, like Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. So it's like he like doesn't have like crazy outfits or costumes, but he does have like an over the top personality. He has the eyebrow. He calls himself The Rock. He asks if he can smell what his rock is cooking. (laughs) And then Stone Cold Steve Austin. So he like could have just been called Stone Cold. Um, but I guess maybe there was like a trademark thing with a creamery franchise. I don't know. <laughs> so, so he became Stone Cold Steve Austin and like this, like, yeah, this like working class hero kind of character, which, I mean, he still has such an over the top personality and, um, he's, he's direct. Um, I think if you look at a guy like the rock, he's more of an over well-rounded entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like he sometimes, I mean, he could get up and just kind of talk. Whereas Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was in this era where, um, people believed it because, well, there was a whole th- other thing that happened in wrestling at the time with him and Bret Hart, and I think it made his character so believable. Mm-hmm. And then he had this beef with Vince McMahon, so every week people would tune in and say, oh, man, here's this cool redneck guy that's going to beat the shit out of this millionaire. You know what I mean? Like, it was <laughs> like everybody wanted to see it. Uh, um, I don't know. It was yeah. part of um, my, uh, I guess, middle school era. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and, and, like, today you have John Cena who I th- I don't know if he's still the biggest star, but it's like just first name, last name. Mm-hmm. And the most distinct thing about him is that cool theme song. And like, isn't he part of a meme now? It's like, dun, 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 yes, dun, yes. The dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. And the, Can't see me. Yeah. Well, there's, I think that a lot of that came from the prank calling. Uh, oh my God. That was so funny. The, yeah. Yes, that was so funny. They, they called a, what was it? It was a radio show. Yeah. And they kept calling the same woman. She was getting uh, so mad. To get like, to give her an award. But every time, the award was a, it was like a, a he would cut like, no, he would call and he'd be like, Oh, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am. I'm sorry. Do you, we just wanted to know, do you, do you support the troops? And you know, and the lady would be like, uh, yes I do. And, and then he would say something like, uh, well, one of our decorated members of the military needs your assistance this Sunday night. Play the music it's just it going on in the background. Yeah. And she just kept answering the phone. That's yeah. what made it so funny. You like, her back I would like unplug it at some times. point. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, yeah. so, so I had a question about um, I forget his name. It wasn't like the fighter, or it wasn't like like Steve the, Blackman. No, it was a it was the something. It was like like not the ninja. Maybe like 
what was it like the warrior the, or ultimate, the warrior. ultimate warrior I was sitting in capital from a place long from here and I came here for one reason to attack and keep coming not to ask but just to give not to want but just to sin sing the power of warrior down everybody's throat in the WWE till I become sick of it well, you're gonna get sick of it because this freaking nature right here is just beginning to swell. And when I get big enough, brother, there ain't gonna be room for anybody else but me and all the warriors float through the veins and the power of the warrior. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Oh, you're good. That was a pre-loaded uh, sound clip that I asked. No, um, I just did oh. it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was so spontaneous of you. I'm amazed. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I was going to talk a little bit about the Ultimate Warrior, uh, but uh, you can totally pick up off on this. So how old are you? I'm 36. How 34. Old are you? Okay, so you're actually a little bit younger than me. Cause, like, I can't remember. Uh, WrestleMania so, 6, is that what you're going with? Well, you were talking about Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and I'm like, that's really old school. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess two years isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. But the Ultimate Warrior, so if you guys want to, you, you're welcome to now or you can later, but Google image search the ultimate warrior um and it's this guy who so early 90s so everything is very like day glow fluorescent like green and purple he had this like face paint that's kind of like sort of like kiss but if it was like kiss was like a 80s glam rock band yeah so it's like a different color every time it's sort of like across his uh, forehead down and then he had like crazy, like wild brown hair. See, she's laughing at it. You can see it. Oh, um, they're passing the picture. Where like around. these crazy streamers oh, on his biceps. The, at the me? thing <laughs> about the streamers on his biceps, yeah, because I, I watched the video before mm -hmm. I recorded this audio clip. Um, and he had, they're like so tight on it. It looks like yeah. it's oh, like yeah. causing his muscles to like expand, <laughs> but also like he would probably his, lose an arm yeah. after a while. And like in the 80s, um, people openly used steroids. And that's when like you see these people with these huge, like unnatural looking muscles. So he is part of that era. And he um, obviously was on steroids. And he, he would come out and he would like ultimate warrior and then he would take the top rope and he would like do this to it and his um it's crazy because everybody has like a finishing move and his finishing move was to like raise you above his head and i think he would either throw you down or like throw drop you out him. of the ring he would just drop yeah, yeah. and step forward and he was like when yeah. i was so when i was uh watching wrestling it seemed like everybody kind of had an idea of like there were certain wrestlers that nobody would ever beat and like hulk hogan was one of them that nobody would ever beat Ultimate Warrior, it seemed like nobody would ever beat the Ultimate Warrior, but then they had Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan match up against each other. And then the big, you guys know who Hulk Hogan is from like reality TV and just in general? He seems to be like the Mickey Mouse of wrestling. Like everybody seems to know. Oh my him. God, that's mm -hmm. a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, so the Ultimate Warrior beat him, and I wrote in my notes, got the Intercontinental Heavyweight and the World Heavyweight Championship belt. The first person to do that at the same time. Which is funny because in Wikipedia they list that as an accomplishment, and then I'm thinking like <laughs> that was just somebody's storyline. Like, can you put I'm that on your resume? I guess so. I would. <laughs> but but um, wrestling reached its peak. I think I might be mistaken because it might have been surpassed later on. But I think its cultural peak was like mid to late '80s, early '90s, and he was like part of that whole era. Um, you think I it's think, gotten more popular yeah, no, since then? Well, um, yeah, the Stone Cold era. Stone Cold sold more T-shirts in a year than Hulk Hogan sold in his career. Jesus. Wow. That, yeah, that year of, like, 98, when, like, I was talking about the whole thing with Vince McMahon. 
Well, yeah. but how much of it was Hulk Hogan building up that industry for him to oh, kind of come yeah, in and yeah, take d- it out? Take nothing away from what Hulk Hogan did. Without yeah. without the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been at that level. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Do you ever... <laughs> yes. Somebody from the... That's the bottom line. Well, dude, you, you should uh, save a question because you know about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he came prepared. The audience participation portion hasn't quite started. Oh, my gosh. But he, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's okay. Love but it. if you do, if you do have a question, there is a microphone right here. Anybody who wants to get involved do in you the want podcast, to start it? we might as well. We yeah, got we, about ten oh, minutes yeah. left on um on the thing. Does anybody have a question about wrestling or old people? <laughs> like, <laughs> or anything or else? <laughs> yeah. I can also pretty much answer anything about Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah. Um, he is local, so. Do, come on up. Do you want to come up and speak into the microphone? Otherwise, the listeners at home won't be able to hear you. They'll just hear this distant echoing. This is my cousin. I don't, I don't want to touch it and fear it's the wrong. But, uh, no, I was going to say that uh, Vince McMahon is like the real life final boss. If you didn't know, like, he's behind everything. He could be behind that boss. What's your name? My name is Josh. Okay, thanks, Josh. Okay. So he's like. Plenty of smart ass comments. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for giving us that background. Um, so he's like, so he's like the hand from yeah. uh, Final Destination. Exactly. Oh, Do you have like a goofy, good. silly question, or a question for me or Troy, or just any like weird thing you want to know about wrestling or pop culture in general? That's okay. That's okay. No worries. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Um, well, if anybody does think of a question, either raise your hand or just start walking up here, and we will answer it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we thank you, Josh, for your help, and especially that incisive point about the internet uh, effect on wrestling commerce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Troy, what's your earliest era? Because I know you never really watched wrestling, did I you? I didn't, but like, so when I was growing up, John and Thomas both watched it. So we would do like we would. What was it? No, we would do like wrestling and like uh, in the on, like mom and dad's bed yeah. when they weren't there. Uh, so we didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Um, but like, that's like, that's my memories of wrestling. And like, Throw we would somebody do the, into the moves. couch for the ropes. Like, yeah, yeah. He, like, yeah, they, they would like do different moves well, and I didn't Thomas, know what I was going to go My brother used to dress up like the ultimate warrior sometimes and get I, like crazy outfits on with like, cause everything, we would like neon, like, um, headbands and like wrapping around. Yeah. Sets, cause so. yeah. Well, cause he would have been in high school at the time. I still do he was like, no, he was like in early grade school and ultimate warrior thing. This is like oh, late eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, he was like eight or nine or something, but um, you're right. But like the, yeah, like that's my earliest yeah. memory. Cause I, you're right. I never really watched it myself. Well, I have a question for you, uh, John, what is your favorite wrestling video game? Um, probably either, either WrestleMania 2000 or no mercy. Okay. So WrestleMania 2000 is that like actually 2000 era? Yeah, it came. It, well, it came out right. She raised her hand. That's what oh, was, do you want to come yeah. up and talk? Uh, she. Um, it came out in 2000. Okay, <laughs> this is my friend Carrie and her dog Monkey. Uh, I'm older than John, so <laughs> my first memories of re- uh, wrestling was the cartoon. Do you know anything about the cartoon? It's like a Hulk Hogan. You tell the Hulk Hogan. Um, it was he WrestleMania a, cartoon. It was on every Saturday. It had Hulk Hogan. Vaguely. Um, I Peter Barely. Roddy, Peter yeah. Rowdy, wait, Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Rowdy, yes. Rowdy. Uh, um, I vaguely remember that. I have seen oh. like uh, clips of it. I don't think I ever actually watched the show, though. The guy with the... Uh, Andre the Giant? Yeah. The yeah. one with the rubber bands. 
Um, one man gang. Oh, that meant Captain no. Lou Albano, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Captain Lou Albano. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Had, um, Hulk Hogan and uh, Mr. T. Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I pity the fool. Who were the bad guys? Were they like the bad wrestlers? The, did you ever watch it? They were all good, and then they had they did have some bad guys. But the bad guys were the, other wrestlers, the, or were they like? Like real they were bad other guys. Wrestlers, okay. I think. Mm, oh, okay. and it had um, the giant Andre the Giant yeah, in Andre it. Yeah, the giant. Yeah. But that's that was my that was the eighties. So that was early eighties. That's really cool though. That yeah, was my cool. first introduction. Isn't it Rocky? <laughs> is it that's Rocky awesome. three where Rocky wrestles Mr. T? Uh, yeah, it's it's, I think so. it's either three or four. Four is the four is Ivan Drago. I yeah, know you're right. Sure. Four starts off with um uh if, if, spoiler alert. It starts off with uh, uh, a what, what, Adrian. Not, no, not Adrian. Um, <laughs> the guy that was supposed to be Muhammad Ali died uh, in the ring. What was it? What they call him in that movie? Well, I'm oh, having Apollo a Creed. Yes. Oh. I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. Happens with podcasting. So yeah. Adrian. <laughs> Paula. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So my favorite wrestling game since I asked that question, and we never, never got into it. There's two that I think are really good. Um, and a third that's okay. I'll say the, the okay one first is one called Pro Wrestling for the old school NES. There's a character named Starman whose only defining feature is he's got like a pink bodysuit with a star in its face. There is also a character, I think he's called the Amazon. He kind of looks like Blanca or like the creature from the Black Lagoon mm. and he like bites your face. Then the... Uh, best arcade style wrestling game, which is like just super over the top. Midway, the people that made Mortal Kombat made one where it was like live action wrestlers. Uh, it was like around the same time as NBA Jam and all that. There's two. There's two of those. There's a WrestleMania game and there's an in your house game. Oh, okay. Mm. The WrestleMania game is better. And then, <laughs> did they end up just stealing a bunch of the work from one and then like pasting new art assets over? Or was it a whole no, new I game? No, I mean, on uh, they, yeah. Um, okay. For the, the first one was the WrestleMania game and they actually like. They had wrestlers come in with a blue screen and they filmed uh, them doing like the awesome. moves. Okay. And then they did the same thing within your house, but they just got you know, a more updated roster. And I don't know, the gameplay is a lot different. It's yeah. like quicker and harder to. Yeah. It hmm. was a it was a really funny game because it was like just regularly crazy over the top. And then the really good game, I think, is the best wrestling game ever made. Possibly one of the best fighting games ever made, but I don't think many people would agree with me on that. It's WCW versus NWO for Nintendo sixty four. So you could, I think it was also maybe the one that would, first one that lets you create your own wrestler. But um, yeah, I played that one. It was like the first 3D one. It was really good. You could do like all these crazy moves. It was also when WCW was a thing. So it was like super, super popular. Um, And I remember like getting really mad at my best friend because he wouldn't let me borrow that game uh, (laughs) and play it on my Nintendo 64 for like a weekend or something. I bought a 64 strictly because I could, strictly so I could play. Like the THQ, that's what. Oh, it, yeah. yeah, strictly so I can play those wrestling games. Yeah, did you ever play that original WCW? I remember like Rey Mysterio Jr. and the Luchadors were really fun to play as because they'd be like super acrobatic and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then there were fake wrestlers that didn't exist that were in there, and you could make your own. I think like they made a Frankenstein's monster. Oh, that's. Uh, I think Nitro had a game like it wasn't. Yeah, uh, WCW Nitro. I think yeah. had like weird characters like mummies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm like visiting memories. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's been years since I've done all, any of this. I guess the last like pop culture related wrestling thing I'll talk about before I start wrapping up is um, there's two cool things on Netflix. You mm. all probably are in the glow. Yeah. 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 Glow. She gave it a middling answer. Right? <laughs> um, so if you haven't, 
seen it. It's the same woman, Jinji Cohen's the creator, did Orange is the New Black and Weeds, and it's about the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, which was a real thing in the 80s, um, which was a the first and only, I think, maybe not, but first b- big um, women's wrestling league, and it uh, started in Las Vegas, I believe, and it was like a stage show, and then it eventually became like a... a uh, it was uh, born on like the birth of cable television, so then it became really popular, and uh, you could watch it like in the 80s, like mid-80s to early 90s. You can watch the TV show. If you've already watched the TV show, go back and watch the documentary it's based on. It's also called Glow. They used to both be on Netflix, and they probably still are. Also, if you want to know more about Glow after you've watched yeah. the TV show and the documentary, we, we have done a podcast on yeah. Glow, was, uh, and you can listen to John talk about it some more. I think it was season zero, episode zero, which is what we always call our mid-season um, episodes. It's like you just add another zero, so the last one was double zero. Anyway. It's always very confusing. Yeah, season zero, <laughs> episode zero. It's like between seasons one and two, me, Troy, and my older brother talk about Glow, and then my older brother remembers wrestlers too. But anyway... They also often do these off away from me and yeah. like in the world somewhere. And so then I have like the most <laughs> difficult editing process. Yeah. Yeah. That we one. make it real easy for them. Sometimes I have my mobile recording studio and I just give uh, Maple a pile of ones and zeros. <laughs> but I know y'all are anxious to hear some music soon. So without further ado, I do want to start wrapping up. Um, so Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so John... <laughs> Keep in mind that um, we'll say April 1st will be our guesstimate for when this episode will come out, and even that will be a little bit generous. Do you have anything coming up in April that you know? Man, I had a whole bunch of shows uh-huh. lined up in the next month that have all been oh, canceled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, when, so when, when Michael was like, dude, I can't make this show, I was like, yes, I want to perform. <laughs> yeah. So if you are hearing this, you know, thousands of years into the future, and you have this in your, like, hollow cube. Go back in time. There's this company called the Corona Beer Company. And I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Um, but, yeah. So, well, I guess, do you have a Facebook page people can follow? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook. But you're not, like, you don't have, no, like, I don't have a, like, a John Smothers comedian. I don't know. Okay. Um, I will say, like, add me on Facebook, man. I'm always looking for new friends. I always, I, like, I, I legitimately post funny things. I don't care what anybody says. My stuff is funny. And... <laughs> Uh, I also like, um, who was it? Somebody had a, I think she already left, had a podcast about like mental health. Oh, Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah, um, I wrote that down. I want to check that out. Um, But like I've always post positive quotes. Like I try to do it daily, sometimes multiple times a day. I always have some kind of quote from a person that I, hopefully it's someone I respect. I have had some and I'm like, I just like that quote. Uh, But it's, you know, just something like a positive thing. Uh, I think that my current quote is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He said, what? <laughs> That's pretty good. I yeah, I I try to do that because I've lately been guilty of posting too much political stuff on Facebook. So I try to balance it out with like pictures of the food I make or like yeah, pictures of my cats. And I balance daughter. John's posting out by not posting anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I think I'm gonna balance out things with not being on Facebook for a little while. I think because sorry, sorry, too much I probably the best thing for mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, all that being said, thank you so much for being our guest, John. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me, man. This is uh, this was a very pleasant surprise to my Friday sure. night. It really yeah. was. And uh, that, you guys are awesome. All you. of you. Big round of applause for John Cena. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you guys can't see me. <laughs> 
Yes, for John's mother's our, our new friend. And um, thank you uh, for everybody at Open, for Open, for hosting us, everybody that came. Um, I will do my regular outro right now, which is basically just to say that uh, thank you so much for listening. If you guys do want to keep up with Hip Squared, uh, subscribe to us on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. If you would like, you can even uh, rate and review us. Five stars only, please. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> um, just as long as you don't tell us we suck, because what are you, what's, what are you even doing that for? John's got a very fragile ego. Yeah, my brother, our brother Thomas, gave my book a four star review on Goodreads. <laughs> it's like four stars. Why is it at five stars? Anyway, he was uh, probably pissed off I at see, you at the time or something. Yeah. He probably was like, well, it's actually three stars. So if ah. I say it's four stars, it's like <laughs> that kid that tries to forge his uh, report card. It's like yeah. my mom's gonna know I didn't get A's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I uh, so yeah, you can uh, follow us that way. You can also go to the audio uh, section of Hip Squared if you want more audio content. Or sorry, of American Fantastic, we have Hip Squared Pop Culture Podcast, American Fantastic Theater, which is the audio storytelling podcast, and we also have Five O Talk Two, which is a long form interview show. Um, there's also a bunch of art and writing on that. You guys can like American Fantastic on Facebook. Um, you can also become a member on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Like the sign says, anything helps. Um, and without further ado, Troy, is there anything I'm forgetting? Nah, I think you got it all. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Toodles. 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 <laughs>